The Paso County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our PascoDems.com website and also on Facebook, Pasco Dems, and the views expressed by the guest and host on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Okay, on today's podcast, we're welcoming Judy Noel, who is the president of the West Pasco Democratic Club, has had quite a bit of experience in dealing with voters, uh, particularly in terms of phoning, as well as in other ways of uh, walking around and knocking on doors and so forth. And Judy, I know you were you were born in Queens, New York, right? Was that kind of a, uh, a Democratic hotbed? No, I, I was born in the Bronx. I oh, the Bronx. Oh, well, what kind of was that a dem- I was, four, so. <laughs> was that a democratic stronghold in the Bronx? I have no idea. Oh. It was when I was four. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is just skip ahead here. Over the years, uh, when did you become a Democrat and why? Uh, I think I've always been a Democrat. My parents were Democrats. My family is Democrats. It didn't. It it didn't seem like. Uh, being a Republican was anything anybody I knew did. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, over the years, have there been any uh, things that you have felt were really successful that Democrats have done, say, nationally speaking? Uh, I think when Obama was elected president, I, I started to cry. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that they have done things like Social Security and uh, Medicare and Mm-hmm. Obamacare, um, the, the, new, the New Deal by Roosevelt. Right, right. Okay, that, you know, that's very important. I think sometimes a lot of our current Democrats forget what uh, Roosevelt really did. Now, I'm going to fast forward to the, to the present. Over the last um, year or so, you've been very active in terms of, of uh, getting out and contacting voters. And uh, in terms of phoning, you've done several hundred phone calls, right? I've done yes. And what's it like uh, to get? More. Yeah, what's it like to get on the phone and uh, call somebody cold and uh, try to interact with them? What's your experience been? Well, I am not somebody that really likes to make phone calls, but I've been doing it for so long that I just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it gets easier when you start doing it. Um, it's Most of the time you don't get an answer. Sometimes you get somebody that's very excited. A couple of times you get people that say nasty things. But yeah. um, I, I, I do it because I think I'm doing something for the candidate I'm calling about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm glad to do it for that reason. Do you have any... Uh any particular ways you try to deal with those people who are, say, uh, on the fence and haven't really decided one way or another? Do you have any way of trying to convince them to vote Democratic? Um, this last election, I was uh, telling somebody that the Republicans were trying to uh, 
decrease or get rid of uh, Medicare and Social Security. Mm -hmm. So I just told her the truth, and she didn't know it. So that that got her off the fence. Most of the people I'm talking to are actually decided. Okay, another it's, really, okay. it's, it's to get them to be sure to vote. Yeah. Uh, but they, they usually decided who they're going to vote for. Right. And why do you think people don't... We had 53% of Democrats in Pasco County show up to vote in this past election. Why do you think we don't have 100%? I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew that, that would help us. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I mean, I grew up that you were voting. I mean, that was a good thing to do. And, right. and the idea of not voting is uh, it's just foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really know why they don't vote. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the one thing we keep saying, though, is that somehow we have to convince Democrats to go out and vote, despite the fact that it seems like it's overwhelming odds because the Republicans have so many more people registered than we do. But uh, we just have to keep going after it and hoping we can convince people as well as the um, uh, people who have signed up no party and so forth. By the way, have you ever run across no party affiliate uh, voters and what have they said? Um, I, I do. I mean, I, they're on our list. Um, and I think they are also, for the most part, either decided to vote or, or, uh, or not. I think some of the people who don't vote don't think there's a difference between the two parties or the two candidates. Mm -hmm. And Ah. that would be, that, that is hard to convince sometimes on the phone. They, they really don't want to spend hours talking. Right, um, right. Um, when you're talking with um, people, when you talk, you know, given your experience as a physician, uh, do you ever find that you, you can say things like in terms of health care and what Democrat positions are that would maybe convince people to vote? Um, I don't usually use that. Um as as an introduction, I don't usually say that I'm a oh. a physician. If they bring up something about medicine, I I might, but ah. I don't usually do that. Okay, because uh, it's one of the things uh, I, I want to get into too, and that is, um, in your experience as a physician, what do you think Democrats should be? Uh, doing more of in terms of the general health uh, for the American people as well as particularly here in Florida? What what should Democrats do? Well, I think it was terrible that uh, the Republicans have made uh, COVID a political issue. It should never have been a political issue. And um, <laughs> the governor and, and our attorney general, I think, are terrible in what they're doing and trying to to make political points and not just get the actual truth about it. I do talk to people about the vaccine, the COVID vaccine in the office, because I recommend it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's clear some people are are against it for, I think, no good reason. Um, and I'm sure a lot of that is because of what's been uh, said in the press Um some people have been are against vaccines in general. That never really was a big deal before. But now, um, as I said, they they 
they don't quote medicine, they quote political. Yeah, ideas. I, 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 it just surprises me, and I, I've never been able to figure this out. There are a lot of countries, like in Scandinavia, their health systems are very good. People, you know, take good care of themselves, and they and they have a an excellent health care. Uh, they don't have to pay for it because they do it in taxes, but it's it's there for them to use. And and I don't understand why it is that we have such a negative attitude towards uh, much of the health care that we have here in the U.S. Did, did, any idea? What do you mean by a negative attitude? Well, that, uh, that they're more likely to look at something coming down the line and say, well, you know, that this is science trying to make money. That's just drug companies trying to make money. Um, they're really not interested in the health of people. And I have a feeling that's part of the reason that some people just don't sign on to the new advances and so forth. I don't think I've come across that. Personally, I think the health, the health companies are there to make money. I, I, uh, I, I agree with that idea, but that doesn't mean that what comes out is still not good for people. Um, um, I don't think that's the main reason that people have refused to get the vaccine. The fact that they think the insurance company is doing it just to make money. So it, you think it seems to be more political and, and not so much directed at the pharmacy, yeah. pharmaceutical companies. Well, we know it's the, like Fox News, for example, has done an awful lot that's negative towards uh, uh, vaccine and COVID-19 vaccines and so forth. But I, I can't understand why on earth the right, I mean, after all, when COVID hits, it doesn't make a difference whether you're Democrat, Republican, or no party, right? Yes, except everything I read now says more Repu- in the red states, more people have died because they're not taking right. the vaccine. Right, and uh, you would you would think that that would raise a flag from the minds of a lot of Republicans. I'm sorry, what did you just say? I, I think that would raise a red flag in the mind of a lot of Republicans saying, hey, there's more people, Republicans, dying in the so-called red states than they are in the blue states where they've gotten the vaccine. You would think that that would, that would wake some people up. Well, I think the people that are open to that are not people who are taking what they're hearing on the, on the news and, the, and their side. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think it should ever have been political, and it's too bad that uh, Trump made it so, because I think that's what happened. Okay. Now, let me ask you another couple of questions here in terms of, um, of uh, I guess, the nation as well as Florida. As a physician, what do you think are the most important issues that are facing um, people today in terms of health? I... I don't, I think it's the same thing that has been present before COVID. Uh, I think uh, we have a lot of people that are overweight and aren't physically active. So I think that's that's probably the main concern. Um, I think now, unfortunately, I think the vaccines uh, are getting because they were given a bad name, all the normal childhood vaccines are not being given in as, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people are not getting them as well. And, uh, you know, we got rid of measles. We shouldn't be getting measles again. And right. And we are. So it's like condemning a future generation of young kids now to having more disease as they grow older because they haven't gotten these shots, right? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Anything beyond being overweight, uh, anything else that you see as a modern health problem for uh, people in Florida? Maybe not just Florida, uh, anywhere, I guess, really. <laughs> um, well, I think our, our lifestyle is very stressed. I mean, this is a, a medical, per se. I think this is just general life. Um, I also think because we know what's going on in the world, we, have, we can be upset about more things. There are more things that we're aware of, okay. which... Uh, Normally, I would think that would be a good thing to be. Like what, for example? Me, not, but I think it also makes us more upset. Mm -hmm. Give me some examples of what we should be upset about. Oh, what's happening in Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's just, it, I, I can't, here we are in 2022 and we're still having, you know, granted, we've got some good good countries that are trying to help, but just to to have somebody like Putin be able to go in and do what he's doing uh, and get away with it, uh, it boggles the mind, I think, really. I think that has probably been happening, you know, forever, but not so uh, not not so that we know about it on a place that we're not really doing anything. I mean, um, I know our country, but you know. The Americans personally are, for the most part, not really involved, and uh, yet we, we know a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so you, I, so I, Ukraine. Yeah, and, and yes, and, and the, the, the idea of what's been happening uh, with the various things, uh, like the Holocaust, and the, obviously before the Holocaust, there was things happened with the, with the Armenians, um, things like that that happened over in, in Asia, the Pol Pot regime getting rid of people and so forth, and it just and it just amazes me. I'm I'm in the I'm just about finished the book called The Escape Artist about the the first two people to escape from Auschwitz, and it's just an oh. overwhelming book. And and I just sit back and and I'm at the section now where they managed to get out. Uh, it's in 1944. They've managed to get to, uh, a, a kind of a manuscript put together of several several pages uh, documenting what was going on, and they can't get anybody to listen. And that's what's oh. really frightening. Um, even Alan Dulles, who was the head of you know spies and so forth, and at the end of World War II and so forth, was given the information. He had it for four months, and then he handed it off to somebody else, saying, "Well, I don't think I know about this. You you do something." And that's just, just, just overwhelming to let that happen. And, and Ukraine is, you know, I think Ukraine and other things that are happening now are, are pretty much in, in the same situation. And um, I don't know, is it, what is it that causes people not to take action when there's something going against human beings? Oh, <laughs> um, I, I think sometimes, I mean, I wonder, I mean, we can't, I don't think that we can be the policeman for the entire world. Um, but it's upsetting that we don't do more. I mean, I feel good. I wouldn't say good. And I feel that we're doing the right stuff to help Ukraine. I don't know all the you know, specifics as far as the missile and defense systems right. and so forth. But, I, but I'm glad that we're, we're helping them. And I think we need to continue helping. I think what Ukraine is doing is, is not just for themselves, but really for, yeah. for the world. Yeah, yeah. 
And for that, uh, hats off and, and everything else we can do to, to help them and so forth. Well, look, and just what I want to do is kind of a, a final thing is to maybe wrap things up today. Uh, overall, in terms of your, re, uh, your interaction with voters, do you hold uh, a great deal of uh, hope for the future for Pasco Democrats? Uh, I have hope for the future, but not the immediate future. I think uh, uh, Pasco has become redder. Um, I I don't really understand how these people think that they seem, you know, you see the cars going around, some of them with still, they have these Trump flags, Trump for 24. Um, I, I think they're actually pretty, uh, they're just mean. I mean, the people who who want to hurt other people. They're just mean. I don't understand, understand that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I mean, I plan to keep working, but I, I don't see any, uh, immediate thing about changing the County. Uh, Rick, right. I think if we work on the uh, more local races, we might have a better chance because ah, I know they took right. a lot in that's, that's the next big thing down. coming up, but I know that Brandy has uh, plans for people doing a lot of phoning and so forth, and I expect that you'll be, as usual, doing phoning for that too as well. I want to thank you, Judy, I, for your time. I hey, want to say one thing. Sure. So I've been making making phone calls to Georgia. I was making phone calls to Georgia uh, for, for Senator Warnock. Mm-hmm. And I think people I call in Georgia in general are more polite than people in Florida. They really are very, uh, they rarely said anything bad. And, and even when I was getting a wrong number, they were more polite. Wow. I thought it was interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Gee. <laughs> I, I wonder if, wow, that's great. Well, anyway, thanks for that. <laughs> and thank you for your time, Judy. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Fine, fine. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it up, and you'll—I'll send a copy to you, and you can listen. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Bye, bye.